yesterday we talked about how David killed Goliath with just a sling and a stone. At first, all of Israel celebrated this victory, and David was faithful to serve King Saul in whatever capacity he needed him from then on. Saul quickly promoted David to general of the army. David was wise. He was a good leader. He was a very hard worker, and because of this, his army was very successful in battle. You would think Saul would be thrilled that his country's army was thriving, but instead, this became a problem for Saul. Before David came to the palace, people adored Saul for being a strong and handsome leader. They sang his praises and thought he was great, but now they were singing and chanting praises for David instead. Saul became incredibly jealous. So jealous, in fact, that he could not even think straight. He was enraged that the people were beginning to like David more than him. One of David's many talents in life was playing music. He loved music and loved playing for other people to enjoy. One day, when Saul was so out of his mind with anger, his servants thought music might calm him down. They sent for David to come play for him. When David got to Saul's house, Saul had a spear in his hand and tried to kill David. Twice. Once again, God protected David because David's heart was humble and committed to the Lord. The fact that David was so protected by God made Saul hate him even more. Saul had a son named Jonathan. Jonathan was a good man with a humble heart. God created a deep friendship between David and Jonathan, and they cared for each other very much. They were alike in many ways. They both were bold men of action around the same age, and both had a real faith in God. Perhaps the most interesting way they were alike was that they were technically both in line for the throne. Based on history, when Saul died, the normal transition would be for Jonathan to take over the throne. However, We all know that David had been chosen by God to be the king. Because Jonathan was a man of God, he recognized that God's plan was bigger and better than any other, so he did something that was unheard of during that time. He took off his outer robe, his armor, his bow, and his sword, and gave them to David. By doing this, he was saying, I know God has chosen you for the throne and not me. You should be dressed and armed as a crowned prince. These aren't mine anymore. They're rightfully yours. We see such stark contrast between Jonathan and his father Saul. Jonathan really had the most to lose with David taking over the throne, but he chose to trust God's plan for him was good just as God's plan for David was good. There's no way these two men could have been as close of friends as they were if they had not both acknowledged God was worthy of their trust, no matter what. I think it's important for us to reflect today on the differences between Saul and his son, Jonathan. Saul was arrogant. Jonathan was humble. Saul disobeyed God. Jonathan obeyed God. Saul was a coward. Jonathan was brave. Saul was jealous of other people's success. Jonathan celebrated other people's success. Saul craved praise and acceptance of people. 
Jonathan craved praise and acceptance from his heavenly father. Saul tried to kill. Jonathan protected. Saul was sneaky. Jonathan was honest. Saul wavered. Jonathan was steadfast. The differences in these two men weren't because of who they were, but because of who God was to them. What we do with God, how we view Him, how we trust Him, how we obey Him, affects every part of our hearts and lives, whether we realize it or not. Jesus, please make us more like Jonathan in this story, because we know that ultimately that makes us more like you. Grown-ups, has jealousy ever affected one of your friendships? Talk about that now. Kids, what's one character trait of Jonathan's that stuck out to you? How can we put that character trait into practice in our friendships? Music